SubhanAllah, this second set of the Qur'an, the middle ten juz, if you notice something, this is the portion of the Qur'an in which you draw closest to the Prophets of Allah. And I want you to think about this for a moment. If you don't have a relationship with the Qur'an, what possible relationship are you going to have with the Prophets of Allah other than Muhammad wasallam? Meaning, other than the Qur'an and the recitation of these surahs, especially some of these moments in which you see the Prophets in their lowest point, like Musa salam in Surah Al-Qasas. It's one of the hardest sections to read, subhanAllah, when he fears for his life and he's trying to escape towards Madian. How will you have a relationship with the Prophets of Allah if you do not have a relationship with the Qur'an regularly in any practical way? Now, subhanAllah, I want to translate this into something very significant, which is Hubbul Salihin, the love of the righteous, because we're about to move into the last 10 uh, juz of the Qur'an as we get into the last 10 nights of the Qur'an, and we can you know, start to think about some of those themes that are very prevalent within the Makki Qur'an of Allah and the hereafter and things of that sort. Hubbul Salihin, the love of the righteous. And Imam ibn al-Sammak rahimahullah ta'ala, when he was passing away, he said something very powerful on his deathbed. He said, Oh Allah, I only have one excuse before you. He said, Allahumma innaka ta'lamu anni law kuntu a'asik kuntu uhibbu man yuti'ak faj'al thalika qurbatan li ilayk. He said, Oh Allah, you know that even if I used to disobey you, I used to love those who obeyed you. So let that be a means by which I come closer to you. Oh Allah, you know that even if I used to disobey you, I used to love those people that obeyed you. So make that a means by which I come close to you. Meaning my only excuse at the end of the day as I'm passing away is maybe I never reached where I wanted to reach, but I loved the righteous people, past, present, and even future. From the past, from the present, from the future. From the future, the prophets exemplify that most. I mentioned Zakariya when he called out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he was worried about the generations that come after him. And by the way, I'll make the clarification because one of the uh, scholars actually reached out to me about it. Khafat is not a, uh, a, a riwayah that actually comes into the accepted corpus of Qira'at. So Khiftul Mawali, Khafat is a Shad riwayah. Uh, it's not, it's not an acceptable way to read it, but still the meaning is conveyed. Zakaria says, I'm worried about those who come after me. Muhammad says, I'm worried about those who come after me. Ibrahim says, I'm worried about those who come after me. So that's the love of the future. The love of the present, the saying of Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, where he said, I love the righteous even though I cannot include myself amongst them. So that maybe I will gain their intercession on the Day of Judgment. So I try to accompany the righteous people so that perhaps they will rub off on me and perhaps they can intercede for me on the Day of Judgment. And I hate those who trade in evil, even if we have the same inventory, even if I also find myself trading in sin and trading in that disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the future, the present, and even the past. How much do you love the salihin, the righteous that came before you? 
How much do you love the Prophet ﷺ? How much do you love the Prophets, which will be the highest category of people in paradise and want to be with them? Then how much do you love the companions of the Prophet ﷺ and seek a meaningful connection with each and every single one of them? Think of the Qur'an as your gateway to a meaningful connection with the Prophets that came before you. So who do you want your neighbors to be in paradise? Who do you want to ascend to the rank of? Think of those people. And finally, Imam al-Qudam said, Hubbu Salihin is broken into two forms, and it's very easy for us to remember who you aspire to be and who you accompany. Who you aspire to be and who you accompany. So when you're reading about these people that came before you, or you see people in your own lifetime, Abu Darda radiallahu anhu said, Kun aliman aw muta'aliman aw muhibban aw muttabi'an. Be a scholar, a scholar or a student. Scholar, that's a new word. I'll think of that next time, inshallah. A scholar or a student or a follower or a lover. A scholar, a student, a follower or a lover, but don't be of the fifth category. So love the righteous. Aspire to be like the righteous. Accompany the righteous. And then even if you fall short, on the day of judgment, you might find yourself in their companionship. As that man who told the Prophet Ya Rasulullah, the only thing I feel like I've really prepared for the Day of Judgment is that I really love you. He loved the Prophet ﷺ. The Prophet ﷺ would have known if he was a hypocrite and if he was just saying that. He said, no, you're with the one that you love. You're with the one that you love. And so it's a reminder as we come out of this portion of the Qur'an that you have to revisit these surahs. If the only time you read Surah Yusuf is in Ramadan and Surah Qasas is in Ramadan, What's your connection with Musa salam and with Yusuf salam? These are the stories that are meant to inspire you, meant to guide you, and also meant to connect you to the most beloved group of people that have ever walked the face of the earth collectively, the fraternity of the Anbiya of the Prophets of Allah. May Allah join us with them and with our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi